Hi, I'm Isaac, and I am not bound, contrary to popular belief. And I'm Claire, and I completed all of the Wielder Trials. And this is Me <laughs> Make That, that game. game, where we pitch the latest, greatest, new video game ideas that aren't, that probably aren't going to get made, most likely. <laughs> I don't know. So hey, Claire. Yeah. Uh, the 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 new wielder, the the beater of the wielder trials. Mm-hmm. What have you been gaming lately? Truly, mostly chicory. Um, chicory's been. I've I've wanted to play The Sims. I've had the desire. I've had the inkling, and I have not logged on. I think I still have this idea. So back when I used to play The Sims two, um, at my parents' computer, it took like. 40 minutes to actually be all set to play was, yeah okay you know that's and just so, how gaming worked back then well, right. on every and then computer i would play for like five hours because i would get really into it but also because it would load for long amounts of time so to do anything significant you would have to so i think i still have that in my head even though sims 4 takes about like two minutes to load on my computer currently um I think in my head, I still think, well, that's a five hour time block. I just don't have. Whereas in reality, <laughs> I could play for one or two hours and it would you, be fine. You could play for 10 minutes. I could play for honestly. 10 minutes, but, but I still have that. So I, I haven't played the Sims. I've wanted to, I've been playing chicory. I'm doing the same thing I did with chicory that I did with oxen free, which is I, I now do not want to play anymore because I am like one quest away from beating it, but I had just enjoyed it so much that I don't want it to be over. <laughs> Now, how do you know that you're that close to beating it? Does it just feel like you're that close to beating it? Or no, because did you they, they look told it up? me they're like, the only thing left for you to do now is to defeat the corruption on the top of the tower, the main oh. one. Like they just oh. told me, they're like, this is the last one. Okay. Also, I Googled how many chapters there are, and there are 10, and I'm in chapter 10. So, oh, there's oh, two ways okay. I know. I'm pretty okay. certain. And I'm like, I. So, no chance of a fake out here. Someday I'll just have to sit down and play all the games I've played to almost the end and just finish them all. <laughs> but so the reason I ask is because I've, I've I've heard Elden Ring has at least five fake out endings. I have not okay. achieved any of them, but it's got at least five. So like okay. I thought that might have been possible, but well, that's a good uh, that's a good transition. So Isaac, what have you been playing lately? Oh, did I cut you short? I'm sorry. No. Did you? Oh, you didn't. I, have I said any that's more. a good transition. Oh, good transition. That means I'm done. I thought there was some sarcasm going on. <laughs> no, me sarcastic never. Some saracism there. I wasn't uh, being sarcastic. That is a, you know what? I'm not even going to explain why I pronounced it as a completely different word. Anyways, what have I been doing? I've been doing Elden Ring. Oh, uh, wow. This is the podcast where we all play one game forever. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, um, no, I played, oh, the new Kirby came yes. out on the oh, 25th. Yes. I played I that played, too. Yeah, we played it together. Um, So I played a little bit of Kirby. Mostly, I haven't actually gotten past the point that the demo gets to, but that's because I replayed a level with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, we just got back from vacation. uh, Yeah. So there was no time to play Kirby. We were too busy 
trouncing around little New England-y town. Um, besides that, so I, I have a gaming news. Okay. They just, they just recently, since our last podcast recording, announced Witcher 4, the fourth Witcher game. And that's kind of interesting. Um, uh, yet another game to completely disappoint me with the horse combat. Good, good, good. Just, just absolute more horse garbage that I will get to sift through to get any. I need to revisit Witcher and finish it. But yeah, I guess there, there's my latest gaming endeavors slash newses. This, okay. If this is the first place that you've heard about Witcher 4, let us know. <laughs> because I wanna, I wanna know if I'm the one breaking the story for people. I mean, you broke um, the story to me, but that's not that surprising. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, uh, get any honks or bucks? I do, I do. So again, what? obviously, it's not gonna be chicory because I've been playing that forever, and we already did it. <laughs> but right. um, so I'm gonna honk and bonk the. Um, I almost said movie. It's not a movie. It's a game. It's called Grease. So G R I S. Um, it was very popular, probably still is, I feel like in the indie gamer world, like if you, if you're into indie games, you've definitely seen or heard of Greece. Um, and I, I guess, well, I, I don't want to spoil the honks and bonks, but yeah, it, I didn't expect it to be so platformy, but it is. What were you expecting? Question. I don't know. I, I get, this was also oh. a, a game that was new to me. So I think this was also very soon after Link that I played this. That's this was, right. This was early on in my like switch gaming experiences and my non it was sim your first gaming platformer. experiences. It was my first platformer. So I guess I didn't know what to expect because I hadn't played a platformer game. <laughs> Although, okay. I will say that I did play platformer games, uh, from mini, miniclip.com. No, no. Doodle jump. Doodle jump. I played doodle jump. Okay. So you're a platforming expert. No. You're an expert at the platformers. You're a champion. I'm just seeing if Miniclip still exists. It does still exist. Okay, so it used to be just like a Flash game hub. I don't know if any of these games still work, honestly, because it was all Flash when I used to play. Flash games, RIP. Right. Um, but there were games on Miniclip that definitely could have been classified as platformer. I don't think they were ever called that in the category, so I, that's why I wouldn't know. They were but, called jump em ups Yeah, jump em ups um, but anyway, so I didn't know that going in, uh, but everyone had said like, oh, it's a great like allegory for depression or like mental health and it's beautiful, blah, 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 all that stuff. So basically it's a platformer and you're trying to restore color to the world. That's like the generic. Hold on. Under. Isn't that what you're doing in Chicory too? Yeah, actually in Chicory also is supposed to be like an allegory for depression. So interesting. <laughs> I'm sensing the common theme interesting. here. I'll is... say Ch I think Chicory did it better, but. Okay. Awesome. That's my opinion. Uh, question, what studio made Grease? Oh, that's a good question. Grease? I just want to make sure yeah, proper we gotta... accreditation. 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 So, Nomada Studios and Blitworks. Okay. Cool, cool, the cool, cool. The publisher cool. is Devolver Digital. Oh, they're a big name. They're a, they're a big name. They are. And why is this all on everyone's indie game list? Sorry, they're a big indie name. Oh, so, okay, mm, okay. It's a big indie name. Got it's it. a recognizable indie name. Well, it's like, it's like A24. Digital. Like A24 yeah. in film is like indie, but it's like super recognizable. 
Exactly. Okay. Perfect. Anyway, so that's that's Greece. Um, okay, so the honks. Um, it is beautiful. People did not lie about that. <laughs> it's it super looks pretty. Nice. I remember when I saw a trailer for it, I I had no idea video games could look like that. Like I literally was like, you can make a video game that looks like that. Like I just had no idea. I thought that that was like like design impossible <laughs> to make you, a video can, game in that style. You can actually make a video game look like anything. And I I didn't know that. <laughs> this was the, like I thought it had to look like either eight bit or like kind of like that three D like links kind of feel. Um, yeah. I, I literally did not know until I saw this game that games could look like that. Like this kind of game could look like that. I've since learned, but um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And it's just beautiful. I mean, the colors are really pretty. The worlds are really pretty. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, the art is just incredible. And I love the movement too. Like the way the character moves around is very fun to watch and light and like, I don't know, it's just interesting. It's just, it's neat um neat. neat to go along with that also the music was really good i liked all the music and the sound design of this game it did it draw you into the world what did it make you feel the depression <laughs> so that's it i mean i can talk about it in the bonks i guess that's i'm going to talk about that but okay. the the music itself did not make me feel depression it made me feel really calm uh it was like very relaxing almost like spa like going to a spa okay and the sound design was like also kind of similar where, but it would be obviously environmentally based. So there's specifically one of my favorite areas was this kind of like, not quite underground, but kind of like mossy, like foresty area. And it just, you know, you could hear like the crickets and the frogs and like water, some like trickling somewhere. And, you know, it just, it was just nice. This is a good time in my ears. <laughs> I really liked it. So yeah. So, and then I guess that just leads, well, I didn't write that many honks. I'm going to be honest, but then the other honk I had was the cool environments. So I did think the design like overall was just very unique. Um, the shapes of things, the way things work. This also was a game where I don't think I needed a lot of help to do it. I think I asked you a couple of times, but I mostly would take the switch back to my apartment before we were living together. I'd borrow it and I'd just play by myself and I could usually figure it out. Yeah, I think there was a couple of times where you needed help figuring out a, a like a puzzle. And like, I didn't need to like do perform any actions for you or anything. Right. It was more like thinking it through, like, wait a minute, yeah. should I do this or this? Yeah. So as far as like moving around and jumping and, and using the controls, like that was really, I thought intuitive. It was something I could pick up really quickly. I didn't get- Which is like, good design. Yes. And this game did not frustrate me, which I think is really good. <laughs> a lot of games that I can get frustrated. Most games you get frustrated at least a couple times. This one, I can't remember being incredibly frustrated. Um, so yeah, so overall it was like a pretty pleasant playthrough. I am going to nice have, I do cozy have a cozy game. Nice cozy game. I do have some bonks though. <gasps> the first bonk, and this is how I wrote it in my notes is what am I even doing? So I thought, because people were so into this game and they're talking so much about the story, how, oh my gosh, I thought I'd like know what the story was. Like I thought I'd kind of get it. I did not get it. Maybe this is me, but from just the context of the game alone, I had, so you start and there's like this big statue of a woman and she crumbles and then it, through other levels, you'll find other women statues that have been like broken and you repair them. And then that's what brings the colors back sometimes. And there's like these dark things that will chase you, but they don't seem that dangerous to be honest. Like you can like easily beat them usually. So yeah, I don't know where I am or why I'm doing anything. That was kind of a problem for me. Like I knew like restoring the color. Yeah. Like I got that, but 
yeah, I don't know. It just was like, it wasn't really that focused on the plot. I think it was more about the vibe. <laughs> yeah, no, I also got just from watching what you were doing and you listening to you talk about it, it did seem like it was more of a vibe game. Like, I remember the introductory cutscene, and yeah, the lady statue crashes, and then yeah. you're stuck alone deep in a dark pit, right? Yeah. And it's all about ascending back right. to the top. Although you do go down eventually, like you go, like there's an underground level, so it's not all oh. about that. Yeah. I mean, it could be underground in a mountain above where you actually, I remember you sliding down a huge pit to get to the red area. So never mind. <laughs> I don't know what's going on either. Yeah. So anyway, so that was like a big bonk for me. The other bonk was kind of what I just mentioned with the dark figures. So every now and then you'll have like a dark figure you have to basically outrun or outsmart, um, which are kind of like the quote unquote big bosses. It's really at its heart, a puzzle game. Like most of the time you're solving puzzles to get stars that you like walk up, which that part kind of connected. But even that I was like, in the end, it didn't actually mean as much as I thought it was going to mean. Like, I thought that was going to be like the big reveal and it didn't really feel that way. So like the stars you thought were going to be like super relevant, like, oh, you're a star maiden restoring the constellations, but it wasn't that. No, exactly. And I thought they'd be more of a mechanic because you could at the beginning, like you collected stars, you could use them to walk on like the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's going to be so cool. Like I'll collect these and I'll be able to use different amounts at different times. But really like you have to give them up every now and then at the end of a level. And so, and you don't really use that mechanic very much, even though I thought that was one of the coolest things that you did was collecting these stars and you have to collect them to move on. They just weren't, I thought it was going to be like a bigger reveal or something kind of like uh, the the secret messages in Pokemon that don't exist. <laughs> um, so I was a little disappointed in that, but yeah. And then, so, so really you're trying to solve these puzzles to get the stars. Like that's the big thing you're doing. But sometimes these like monsters will attack. And I mean, I'm sure that's the allegory for mental health and mental illness, but, but they, again, it seems like the game is like, well, you're going to make it like, there's no dying in this game. Like I know there's no lives. It's kind of like chicory in that sense of like, well, you're going to succeed in this battle no matter what. So wait, so what happens if like the monsters catch you? I don't know. They never caught me. Oh, (laughs) like literally like it wasn't hard. Okay. There was one that like had big wings and it could blow you around. But I mean, then you fall off the platform, you get back on the platform, you know, like there was no. So not very difficult. Right. And like, it's again, like Chicory where I'm just kind of like, so why was it there? What were we doing? Games games are really supposed to hit. uh, I'm not sure if you've ever seen the graph, but there's like the graph of like difficulty versus player skill. And as you go through the game, the player skill is supposed to increase and the difficulty is supposed to increase and they're supposed to like basically be at the same rate to be a perfect straight diagonal line from bottom of the graph to the top. Yeah. Uh, it sounds it sounds like player skill vastly outpaces the challenge of the game in this. Well, I would say for that purpose, yes. But for the puzzles, no. I think for the puzzles, they were really well balanced. Oh, okay. So it's like specifically like these shadow monsters. Yes, yes. Specifically are like those. non- they're basically scripted cutscenes. Yeah, and they're basically part, I guess they're kind of part of the puzzle in the sense, like like the one that's like blowing you around, like, well, that one becomes part of the puzzle because you have to figure out like, well, how am I going to get up there with the wind situation? Okay. So that kind of made sense, but when they're just chasing you and you just run really fast, it's like, <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. And I also don't know where they're coming from because I don't know the story of this world. Maybe I just, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people, listeners who are just like, 
that's the point. The point is that it's all about exploring and it's not battles and, and you can interpret it how you want. Like, okay, maybe I just, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, let me um, know. And then the final bonk is that there, I had no desire to complete the side tasks. Uh, so there were a lot of things I did not get in the game. Like when I finished the playthrough, which was surprisingly short for me, like to get through it from start to finish, I was at like 30%, I think, of finish. Oh, so you like missed a lot. I missed a ton. And to be honest, I don't even know what I missed. So there's these things you get that look kind of like stars, but they're not quite. And when you get that, you get something. But I don't even know what they are. And you could keep playing the game like after the credits, like you could keep going and like get all these things. But I had literally no desire to do so because I didn't understand what they meant. And I didn't know how I would do that. There's the world itself, though beautiful, has no map and no kind of logical uh, direction, I guess. Because often you're sliding down, like you were saying, like you're sliding down these, these steep inclines and then you can't get back up. And so you have to like find your way back to that area in a different way. And it's just like very maze-like. Oh. Which again, I think in the first playthrough makes a lot of sense. But as far as going back to to like collect things, right? It's I you don't want to bother with that. No, it's like too much work. And so, yeah, this one I just I was like, yeah, I barely I guess played it, but I feel very <laughs> done with it. So it was it was kind of left me in that weird place of like, oh, you didn't huh, even interesting. One third play it. I don't think so. I you think didn't I was give at it a 30%. chance. I think overall, and again, like we like we said, we these are our opinions. <laughs> um minor facts actually i i liked it overall i think it's a really nice cozy game it's very relaxing but if you want something with a with a real story to it this is not your game that's and that's my that's my thesis that's Uh, that's your honks and bonks that's my honks and bonks so isaac what are your honks and bonks what will you be honking and bonking chris i will be honking and bonking a game called plague tale innocence or maybe it's a plague tale Innocence, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I or watched the Plague Tale. Yeah, you watched me play a little bit of it. Um, it's by a Sobo Studio. It is a. I would describe it as a an uh, stealth adventure game. Combat isn't really a big focus, but there is combat in it. Not enough where I would really call it action. Although there are action sequences, so I. I probably should have looked up what the official genre is, but I'm <laughs> going to describe it as a stealth adventure game. Uh, you play as the daughter of a nobleman, and your little brother is sick and slash or had a sickness and was cured of it, and there's a plague going around, and you need to protect him from the people who want to use him to cure the plague but i think they have to torture him in order to like get the secrets out of his body or something anyways it's a four-year-old yeah he's fun uh, and, and i, I think not fun yeah he's not fun i think he's also so i don't know if this is just how children are or if he's coded to be autistic or something but like he has little meltdowns well i think i thought i always thought that was part of his his like issues yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'll get into it later. Okay. But anyway, so like you have to sneak past guards uh, while wrangling this small child. And you also have to trust him to like go on his own to solve, help solve puzzles. Like you put him in small spaces that only he can get to for him to pull levers and stuff. You have to manage his, his uh, status while doing this stealth. And 
a lot of the times there's like hordes and hordes of rats that you have to like light torches to get through and keep your brother close or that kind of stuff. So that's the game. Honks. Very atmospheric. It's very dark. It's very creepy. There's a lot of mystery going on. Uh, you are kind of like as a sheltered noblewoman, don't really know how the the dregs of society are living and you're kind of isolated enough where like this whole plague thing seems to have been going on for a while but like when you walk into the first town you see like the ravages of what that plague entails and there's like a shell shock factor uh it's pretty tense most of the time like i find myself unable to play for extended periods because they set up the atmosphere so well so that's definitely a honk they like between the art direction, the acting, uh, I guess, the lighting, sound design, all that, it, it all comes together and really puts you into the, the space of the heroine. Um, and then another honk that I want to give it is upgrade materials seemed fairly scarce. So they have a bunch of upgrades and you can get to like little crafting stations and give yourself upgrades like oh here's sling ammo or or like you can hold more ammo in your slingshot you can uh do more damage with your slingshot you're sneakier because your clothes are made out of lighter materials and stuff or you'd like take i think there's like armor upgrades and stuff and a lot of the there's a lot of material overlap and i also found myself finding material at a pretty slow pace like every time I found a bench, I had enough material to get at least one upgrade, but it, there was still the choice of like, I need to figure out which, which of these upgrades most fits my play style, I guess. So there's a little bit of customization there where if you like using the sling a lot, you might want to do the damage. Whereas I wanted to be more stealthy. So I focused on like making things quieter, being able to sneak more, and I kind of like you, I'm noticing here that I did not write a lot of honks, <laughs> but like this, this is definitely a good game. Um, these, uh, some of these bonks are very, okay. I'm just going to get these two out of the way immediately. Uh, right. Here's, here's my first two bonks. A lot of it's very dark, like super, very extremely dark, just pitch black almost, <laughs> <laughs> which is like the point that's part of the atmosphere. Like, Hey, it's good atmosphere, but also uh i i do want to see what's happening here um the second thing the sound is pretty unpleasant because especially when there's rats around it's the constant chittering Ugh. and and like it, it sounds really gross and it goes I mean, on part of the atmosphere though right <laughs> i know so that's why i'm getting these out these aren't really bonks they they actually play into the first honk i mentioned but i wrote them down as bonks uh the the rat sound specifically makes my head throb after like 45 minutes of just constantly oh there's actually 100 million rats okay yeah, cool. i think you've i think you've under so to to be clear listeners i i watched him play almost all of what he has played so i feel like i keep wanting to be like yeah yeah and this and i've never actually played this game i've just seen it <laughs> but how disgusting the animated rats are like i don't think you've quite made clear just how disturbing and gross these hordes of rats just yeah and again it's kind of both a honk and a bonk because it's they did a good they did it they, they set put out you to in do there. it <laughs> they did it 
you are hearing what the character would hear. It is gross. It's hateful. Uh, you you are seeing. So they actually did. It seemed really cool with what they were doing with the rats. And this isn't. I guess it is game design, but in a different sense, it's like more on the development side. Uh, watching the way that the rats move, it seems almost like they just applied a shader in a lot of places uh, to to like, oh, here it'll like draw some two D rats into the into the screen over top of like whatever terrain it's on rather than like having an individual 3D model for every single rat. So they made it so that they could have truly like tens of thousands of rats on screen at the same time without like chugging your frames per second on like a console. So that was just a really nifty trick that I noticed. And I was like, oh, that's that's so cool. A lot of a lot of lesser people would just be like, oh, let's animate the rats. Oh, we'll animate, you know, one whole swarm at once and that'll be fine. No. They went all the way. They made whatever they did, black magic. So um, next bonk. The, it, it is kind of repetitive. So they, let's go back to that talk about the, the graph where you want to go the smooth diagonal line. I think that they almost hit that too exactly because a lot of puzzles will be like, okay, you need to light a torch and then that opens up the path to the next area. And then, oh, the torch is slightly farther away. So now you need to learn that you can carry a torch with you, but that torch only has a limited amount of time. So you go on to the next path and then it'll be like, oh, there's a torch uh, 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 on the other side of like this small barred prison cell and your little brother can get through, but he can't light the torch, the rats will eat him. So then it's like, okay, you have to see the other torch down the hallway. And then you do the exact same thing that you just did. You light the torch, walk down the hallway, light that one, light, light the um, stationary brazier. I guess I keep saying torch when I'm referring to the one that you hold and carry and also like the ones that are around the levels. And just to be clear, I did look this up, a brazier, he's right. And it's not a bra, it is a chandelier, just so you know, just so everyone knows yeah, out there. I know my words, I know my words. Thank you for cl clarifying my my terminology like i had to look it up the first time you said that word and i said no he's right yeah right. I, I i often am but but so it's it's like the difficulty each task takes like five seconds to accomplish and then the difficulty goes up by five percent and i think that to avoid some repetition what they could have done is they could have made the jumps in difficulty a little higher each time it's like now this torch in order to get to it you or this brazier in order to get to it you need to hit a chandelier from the ceiling and the candles will scare the rats off and form a path and then oh you need to sneak behind this guard who has is carrying a torch and he has the light and it like it, it is a very slight variation of basically the same action and it, to me, at least, it's just like instantly figured it out. Just like I saw the situation. And I'm like, okay, this is what I've got to do. Mm -hmm. Boom. And sometimes the execution is a little difficult. But I guess what the actual bonk there is the execution of actions is very simple. Mm -hmm. And then an additional bonk. 
the combat is clunky and sometimes they seem to like force you into boss fights and maybe there's ways to avoid those but the way that you do combat like i think this is a problem with stealth games in general like they don't do a whole lot of time like they they have a lot of buttons dedicated to putting you stealthy like doing stealthy things like oh you gotta sneak and oh this is how you peek around corners and stuff and then they have less buttons for combat so they're like okay in order to do combat you have to hold this button down aim with this button that's normally used for you know calming your little brother down so yeah combat's clunky and when they force you to do it it can kind of be jarring so yeah that's a plague tale innocence by asobo studio yeah i would say i guess i agree with the combat like watching you do combat like when I watch you do the puzzles, it's like, I can kind of solve them with you and I'm in my head and it's like fun. And then the combat, I'm like, I would never, I would never wish yeah. that upon myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so overall would recommend uh, they, the next game was announced fairly recently. Oh, wow. So I you gotta should play, finish. You gotta finish. I was going to say, you're not even. I got to finish it so that close. I can play the next one and figure out the conclusion of the story. I don't think it's that long. I've played for a couple hours and I think I only have a few hours more. I don't, I think that this game barely hits the double digits. Oh, wow. I think, Um, but I'll, I'll double check on that. If I'm wrong, email us. Let me know how (laughs) wrong I am. Thank you. Make that game podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Claire. Yeah. Have you ever thought up of a game idea that was just so cool you needed to share it to the world but more specifically me sitting here in this sound booth yeah I have actually oh could really oh interesting because I have here in my calendar that I have enough time to hear exactly one pitch oh goodness well it's lucky then that I have a pitch for you wow incredible just what a coincidence of all this okay well hey hit me with it all right now I was, I've been pitching that this pitch is exciting to you for a little while. And I just realized that like, I never updated my notes when I came up with a cooler idea. Oh, uh, geez. But it's okay. We're going to. You've got it in memory. I've got it in memory. I've got some Wikipedia articles up. So here we go. <laughs> Wikipedia articles. Wait, yeah, hold on. Because this, game... is gonna, this is going to be based on some real, real stuff. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I actually I'm get to shout out one of our favorite podcasts to listen to, which is Morbid. Yes. I almost played you this episode on our road trip just to be funny, but I didn't. (laughs) I should have, because then I would have been fresh in my head. Um, So Morbid (laughs) does true crime. They did an episode on a place called Lake Lanier. So my uh, show, show, I keep saying show. My game idea is the working title is called Mystery at Lake Lanier. Now, Lake Lanier is a reservoir. I'm reading this from uh, Wikipedia <laughs> um, in the northern portion of the United of the U.S. state of Georgia. So this is one of those man-made lakes that flooded a town. Okay. And the reason, like Lake Delta. Yes, in New York. And the reason that it was on a true crime podcast, they also do kind of spooky things. It's not just strictly true crime. Uh, it's because a lot of people have drowned here. And Ooh. there's a lot of theories as to why. And one of those theories is that it's haunted. I guess there is a full cemetery that they flooded, um, which is one of the reasons people say that. You can't just flood cemeteries. You got to move the bodies. Yeah. I mean, they might have moved the bodies. I can't remember. The Wikipedia does not talk about how haunted it is. I'm just going to. Dang it. Got to close that. That's worthless. I know. Um, 
So anyway, so this is also kind of inspired, but I've been thinking about this for a while. So when I started getting back into video games, I told Isaac, I said, I love water levels. Can you find me a video game? That's like all underwater. (laughs) And he said, yeah. And he looked at some games and I was like, no, these games are like, it's like you're moving out of water though. Like they're not using water level mechanics. They're just using regular mechanics and it's set underwater. I'm like, that's, that's incorrect. Like, I like it. It's you're the only human being that I've ever heard of. It's like, no, no, no. I want the bad water level mechanics. I know. Well, but I love it. Like every time I get the ability to swim in a game, it's like, that's the that's it that's the one like oh yeah like i got it in uh ori i got it in greece that's a pro to greece you can swim it's like and it's got great sounds for swimming good splashes good um, splashes gotta have good, this game should have write that splashes. on their like store page <laughs> good splashes um so yeah i love water levels i love when it's it's, it's like there's resistance there's some sound effects Maybe there's a mechanic for breathing or a mechanic for shooting bubbles. I don't know. I just love it. I love me a good water level. Mario, you got it. I think Kirby has some water levels. Awesome. So get excited good. for those. Um, and then, so I'd kind of forgotten about this quest though of mine until you pitched your game last week, which was basically every bad ice level. And you were doing it as a joke, but I was like, oh my gosh, wait, I need to make a game that's all water levels for me <laughs> because I want this in my life. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I should make it about like linear. So, cause at first it was going to be different, but, um, so the idea is that you would be haunting, uh, or no, there is a haunting in the lake. Right. And yep. maybe you've been pulled under or you're, um, and you have to solve the mystery to like save the town or something or save the lake. Um, cause it looks like this was, um, not, not necessarily a welcome lake in the town, so the idea is like, because of the lake and the hauntings, uh, it has just destroyed all of the surrounding wildlife, the town, every, there's like the hauntings have increased. So you have been tasked to solve the mysteries of who's haunting the lake and, you know, restore order to nature. You'll have to save people. You'll have to find gravestones. You'll have to go into like sunken houses. I mean, we're going to obviously like up the drama because the real lake is not you know, it's not as spooky as it sounds, right? Like, <laughs> like they, you know, <laughs> they evacuated people, right? So it will make it extra spooky. It's going to be fun. We can base it off of some of the actual things that, that go. Um, yeah. It's just one giant water level. That's really, that's really what it is. It's a mystery game and it's one giant water level and it's called like Lanier. And uh, that's the game. So I've seen horror games and I've seen survival games that are all one level water level. I've never heard of a mystery game that's and all also, one water level. This I is- don't I don't think they were a water level though. Cuz like I said to be a water level you have to it has to be Well, the survival different. and the horror games they definitely definitely have controls with the horror slash survival aspects of being underwater and in mind okay. where it's like slow movement well then i definitely should play those games I'll, like I'll i'll show you a few after yeah. this all right well that's my game all right well you- i will give you 20 bucks <laughs> that is enough to hire a studio right uh yeah sure I'm, okay. i have no idea so probably not and they like maybe like 20 minutes they could do it this needs to be done within three months and we will be releasing it 
on PS5 exclusively. Oh, that's oh, every every time P- someone PS5. says PS5 because it looks yeah. like it looks like. Okay, well, right, well, what about you? What do you have a game? Do you have a game to pitch for me today? I have for you the best, the most intense, the greatest, extremist game ever. It is called Drill Dropper. Dig deep, <gasps> like Dig Dug. It yes, actually, we were just talking about Dig Dub, Dug, Dig, Dug, Dug, Dig. Not to be dig confused dug. with his DJ cousin, Dig Dub. <laughs> I thought it was D. Uh, never mind. So, anyways, Drill Dropper, Dig Deep. It is a game that has two phase gameplay. Okay. And so the first phase, uh, you plow drill. You 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 are a drill pilot. You have to plow as deep into the dirt as you possibly can, which is limited by how much oxygen you have, how much heat resistance you have, and how powerful your drill is that it can dig through these various layers of the earth. Uh, as you go down, there will be random boulders of harder material, perhaps even impassable material that you'll bounce off of. Uh, that will stop you from going any deeper if you like hit them directly. You have to keep an eye out for interesting things because you can actually only collect things on your way back up. You you cannot on the on in the first phase actually get like if you see a cool vein of coal or oil or gems or whatever. You you have to remember where that is for your way up. Then you know you get to your maximum level that you can get to. Um, and you have to rise back to the surface again where you know you memorize where the boulders are and you kind of have to avoid them otherwise you'll bounce off damage your drill you'll get less rewards because money will have to be put towards repairing if you take too much damage blah 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 are you uh, money in this game yeah yeah because basically the idea is you sell everything that you find so like on your way back up you collect all the gems and oil that you saw and dodge all the boulders again you get back to the top with all that you sell it and you buy upgrades so that your next expedition goes better so you can get like a harder drill you can get better heat resistance better pressure resistance bigger oxygen tanks you can get an engine that turbo boosts you can get special powers like maybe like you can go into super drill mode which will let you drill through three boulders on your way up or down uh if you activate it but only three or you you can upgrade it over time and like oh here's four here's five blah 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 and so each each excursion is takes like a minute maybe two to do uh so it's like a quick i i basically envision this as almost a mobile game okay. uh for the for the big gamers out there, you may be familiar with Vlambeer's Ridiculous Fishing. And I am almost to a T describing Ridiculous Fishing, except for this does not have the part where the fish all throw, get thrown into the sky and then you shoot them with a shotgun. So this is infinitely worse of a game and not as fun or cool. So you would not buy this game if it, was if you had to choose between this and ridiculous fishing, you would pick ridiculous fishing every single time. But anyways, uh, I know that as part of my pitch, I basically said this is another game, but worse. Yeah. How, will you fund my game? Oh, that's the game. Oh, yeah. No, I I uh, rambled I, off. I ran. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm good at. I'm Isaac the Rambler. That's yeah, my title. It is. I so. 
yeah i mean elf on this game i think i think as a mobile game it's pretty cool it's like just a nice like you could just play it it's very clean was what i was thinking like you're talking about i'm like yeah like that's a game like you just described a game yeah yeah. (laughs) start to finish (laughs) that's a game right there and uh i think it is it's fun when you come to the table with i guess not alternative but like i always am thinking like oh yeah like you play this on the switch or on your pc and you're like no i have an arcade game or no i have a mobile game and it, it inspires me to think outside the box so i think that's cool and you could uh, so easily monetize this for a mobile game too like oh well you gotta buy credits to get your next upgrade or you can wait 10 hours uh yeah yeah you could add that kind of stuff so if you are a mobile game company and you want your next cash cow contact me to get the rights to drill dropper dig deep i don't okay. think that I don't think that exists. I think anybody who listens to this podcast, I don't think there's any way to protect a game idea. So yeah. like, we're just giving them out for free, folks. Yeah, yeah, we're just giving them out for free. I mean, we encourage you at the end even Actually, to just yeah. take these ideas from us. Yeah, if there's one that you, Isaac, really want to develop yourself, you probably should keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to develop. Drill dropper, dig deep. Drill dropper, dig deep. All right, I like it. I like it. I like it. Good. I'm glad that you like it. But you know what I think you'll like even more? What will I like? I think that you'll like the next three game ideas that we together come up with in the rapid fire round. Rapid fire round. I do like that. So to refresh every our listeners' minds, the rapid fire round is when I randomly generate three words while Isaac times us for five minutes. We have five minutes to put those three words into a game idea. We have to name the game. We have to describe how one would play this game um, within those five minutes. And we have to use the three words. We can be a little creative, but they have to be there somewhere. We often get very creative. We often get very We stretch creative. it to its limits. We love yes. it. Yes. Yes. So that is the rapid fire. So are you ready for our I am ready. I'll press words. the start button as soon as you tell me to. Okay. Da, 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 da. I love the first word. Okay, here it is. Lemon, light, and preach. Lemon, so. light, and preach. Okay. Okay. The preach makes it <laughs> the weird. The preach throws it off quite a bit. So I think this is where we're going to have to get creative. Um, lemon, light, and preach. Even light and preach together. You're like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> that automatically brings religious tones. But here's where I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. You have to clean people's kitchens and bathrooms. Okay. Yep. And uh, you bring the enlightenment of cleanliness to the world. Like you live in a world where everything's dirty and you discover oh lemon gosh. soap. I named it. Okay. It's called Preachy Clean. <laughs> okay. Boom, preachy clean, the game like where you clean. clean. It doesn't, it's not quite a punt, but. <laughs> so instead of bringing color back to a black and white world, we are bringing cleanliness back to a dirty world. Yeah, and, and you're just going around and you're, 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 you have different scented cleaners to bring the lemon more explicitly into it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you got to clean out the curtains and windows so light can actually get into these abodes. And yeah, you just clean it. Maybe this game's like sponsored by Pine Sol. Yeah, well, isn't there a lemon specific, like a specific lemon cleaner? I think cleaner? it's Pine Sol. I thought Pine Sol was the pine scented one. That's not pine scented, I don't think. Oh, geez. 
But anyways, I think that's I think that's a full game idea. I think we did it. I think preachy clean. Well, okay. I guess specifically we do need to talk about the mechanics and I'm thinking it's like above view, you have the various dirty uh, tracks. And I'm almost thinking of it as like a snake style game. If you're familiar with snake, um, it you you can't cross over your tail as you collect power ups, which give you but you're score. A snake? Well, so this is this is where I'm coming from. This is why I'm bringing this up. So I'm thinking, I guess the easier way to describe it is you can't clean the same spot twice, or maybe you can a limited number of times, but you have like a limited amount of cleaner. Okay. So you have to hit every tile in the area or a certain number of tiles to get a certain number of cleanliness without crossing back over your path. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, to, to kind of put this in your head, and hopefully this will give a frame of reference, I believe that the Link's Awakening color dungeon had a couple of these things where like you needed the entire floor to go red. Oh, uh-huh. But if you touched a place that you already stepped, it would go from red to blue, and then you'd have to, you know, turn it red again. Okay. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. like that kind of idea. Got it. Got it. So if something's clean, you know, going I think over you could it also, again. You could also play, like, to the actual, like, theories of cleaning, where, like, you start at the top and work your way down, or, like, what, you know, kind of things like that. Yeah. Like there would you, be strategies like, like if you clean the floor and then you clean a counter then the floor is going to get dirty from the counter exactly so you clean the counters first right yeah so yeah. okay also i you did look it. it up pine saw is is many different scents. so oh just to correct myself before before people you know are starting to add us about our pine saw knowledge <laughs> uh yeah it is many different scents. lemon being one of them but okay. we would actually enjoy the engagement so please add us about your pine saw opinions <laughs> yes. and facts yes at make that game pod on both instagram and twitter <laughs> anyway all right so peachy uh preachy clean which i'm just peachy keen that's why i did it yep preachy clean <laughs> you do not know peachy keen no, I do. I do. Okay. All right. All right. Boom. Let's three more words. Hit me with them. Tell me when to go. Well, how long did that take us? What was our, what that was took time? us four minutes. Wow. Right up and down. Yeah. All right. We had one minute left. All right. Here they are. <gasps> so the first, the first word is a game. So it's going to be, this is oh. going to be fun. Okay. That's a, that's a free space. Yeah. Monopoly. What? Okay. Structure. Nomination. Wait, okay, so you generated four words? Oh, you regenerated a game? What? Monopoly, structure, nomination. Oh, I thought you said the first word was game, not a no, game. Okay, the first word I is see. a game, yeah. All right, so monopoly, structure, what's the last one? Illumination? Nomination. Nomination. I mean, is it cheating if we just say we are making a computer version of the monopoly board game because it has I, all it those is, it is cheating because the, that exists oh dang it I, okay I played, played games like that so okay but, wait so it's monopoly structure nomination so maybe maybe it's not monopoly it's the prequel <laughs> this is about wait define it's okay the... what tell me tell me when when what what is the prequel it's, to Monopoly? It's about it's about Mr. Monopoly's rise to uh rise to rise to glory, rise to billionaire, I guess. 
Okay. And, and so how does he do what hmm. so he has to be not I'm trying here. Yes. He, <laughs> he has to be nominated. He's also the mayor. He's also the mayor now. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Okay. Mayor know. Monopoly. Um okay, nope. Uh wait, let's <laughs> no. let's abandon the idea of tying this into Monopoly because okay, uh, okay. Milton Bradley or whatever Hasbro is yeah. not gonna hit no. him hit us no. up with this so no. all right nomination local politics monopoly local politics structure local politics uh bury your enemies in structures wait <laughs> you get what you get nominated as the mayor of a town and then you have to run all the construction companies out of town so that your brother's construction company can be the one to build a pyramid over <laughs> your tomb. So it's like nepotism the game. Yes. I don't know what the gameplay would be. To... <laughs> I don't know which part of that is gameplay. That was all story. I don't I know guess, what the yeah. gameplay of driving out rival. Uh, and then... Hmm. This is a tough one. This Maybe is you have to really... like come up with like ordinances that would strongly discourage outside construction companies from like working or like a lot of red tape for things like permits and things. But then when your brother's company goes, you can just like let it slide. Okay, new idea. We've got two minutes left and we've already pivoted like four times. Okay, so all right, listen. New idea, brand new idea. All right, nope. So this is a Tetris-like. So what's coming down is ballots okay that because you are have the nomination i'm i'm getting abstract with all these words so okay. ballots come down yeah. and you have to like catch them in your little ballot box but you have to dodge your opponent's ballots i guess that's this isn't really a tetris, tetris like but still yeah it's okay like your banana game it's it is pretty much like my banana game but um there's there's some uh, there's got to be some stacking mechanic. That's the structure. Okay, I used so to have stacking. this old Mario game where you would have various stacks and you would like switch yeah. them back and forth. And there was some snack snack stacker game on Burger something. But Whatever. okay, so yeah, you stack the ballots, and then the monopoly is in a very abstract sense. The you have to get only your own ballots. You have to have a monopoly on the ballots. Okay. We don't have time for anything else. And I think that's fine. Even if it's very, very tangentially related to our words. Um, so I'm going to call gonna this call game it... Burger Ballot. I was going to call it Ballot Buster. Okay, Ballot Buster it is. We've got 30 seconds left. Bam. We did it. We nailed it with yeah. four minutes and 30 seconds. I could only say we nailed it. I would say nothing else. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last, our last rapid fire of, of the day. We have not been very rapid at all. We've four no. minutes at least. On Remember, each it one. wasn't last week that we just was like, it was a minute it. each. It was like, blam, blam, blam. We got it. It's easy. This one. Mm. Well, we came up. All right. Are you ready? Here we go. Yes, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Carve. Okay. Exhibition. Oh. Syndrome. Okay. All, all right. right. So I just want to jump right in here and say when I heard the word carve, I immediately thought jack o' lanterns. 
immediately. Okay, and that also plays into exhibition because exactly. what is the point of a jack-o'-lantern except for to show it off? So, all right, so you syndrome. are carving jack-o'-lanterns. Syndrome's kind of where I'm not. All right, can let let's let's uh, Google the word syndrome. That's I was literally just doing that. Yeah, syndrome. Definition. Group of symptoms which consistently occur together or a condition characterized by a set of associated symptoms, a characteristic combination of opinions, emotions, or behavior. The not in my backyard syndrome. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, okay, so I think that. the second <laughs> definition: a characteristic combination of opinions, emotions, or behavior. Mm-hmm. So. What it is, is you do custom jack-o'-lantern carvings and you have to carve a jack-o'-lantern that will satisfy the customer. So the customer comes in and you have to carve a jack-o'-lantern that fits their personality. Okay. So like they, if they're like a sad droopy person, you have to have a sad droopy jack-o'-lantern and then they go, oh, I really like this. Here's five bucks. Maybe it's just because I feel like we do that kind of game a lot. Yeah, well, that's because it's a very easy game idea to fall back on. That's 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 my. Um, so where's the syndrome then? Where's the syndrome? In the, syn- the syndrome is the characteristic combination of emotions or behavior, which I'm stretching to be yeah. the combination Just of a the personality. Yes. I guess I have like an issue with like my personality is a syndrome, but you know. yeah, but like we're not really going to be able to do this as a non-problematic way because I feel like oh. Uh, something something mental illness like right. no, I know. <laughs> which I know. is where like the next I the next know. step of that is okay let me just really quick google halloween syndrome and see if that's anything okay yeah no not really oh <laughs> uh, yeah no syndrome i think just makes this this really hard to come up with an idea that isn't gross so people come in they make we make a pumpkin that looks like them and maybe at the end there's like a big pumpkin show it's all for the big pumpkin show okay yes now to be clear the pumpkin carving mechanics i imagine to be exactly like coffee talk it's making of the oh okay i thought it would be more like chicory and you can make it it would be really challenging actually to make it look good because it would be funny yeah. <laughs> now no, this I game, like, I did would... see it as kind of a coffee talk scenario where, like, you're because you have to like know what people want, kind of exactly like whatever that bar game is, fantasy. Valhalla. Yep. Okay. All right. You know, but, fantasy yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Boom. We have thirty-two oh, no, seconds we gotta left. Name it. All right. All right. We gotta um, name it. Spooky. The Great Big Pumpkin Show. The Great Big Pumpkin Show. Yep, I like it. The Great Big Pumpkin Show. All right. Okay, boom. With 20 seconds left on the clock, we came up with a game that I think, if I ever saw that in Steam, (laughs) if I saw that in like a store. For like $3 in Steam. (laughs) I I would absolutely pass that by. Nothing about that name actually comes out at me. Yeah. Okay, I would actually say absolutely please sign me up for that. Oh, the great okay, big pumpkin well, show. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We don't have enough time to go with the better name folks, so here we are. Uh well, that was a rough one for the rapid yeah. fire, but I think Which, otherwise pretty good. Yeah, it's okay to have a rough one every once in a while because like last week, I feel was a super not rough one. Yeah. And we just hit it out of the park. So it's like yeah. we're humans. We have some, we have the, I think when they start dropping words like syndrome 
and I know if it was just illumination or whatever nomination exhibition and that was and then something else we could have really I think sort of that (laughs) there would be some options there but alas all right well that's our that's our show that's our show oh we're done yeah okay well uh thanks everyone for listening if you want to reach out to us we have social uh at twitter it's at make that game pod as in short for podcast instagram also at make that game pod and just to trick you up our email is make that game podcast at gmail.com i Reach think out you can to- handle it though i think they can handle it <laughs> I, uh, yeah it's tricky we added the cast just to mess with them but this is like a challenge in a video game you know mm-hmm. you know you do the task twice and then we make it slightly harder we hit that graph curve mm-hmm. boom so yeah reach out to us let us know uh which honks are incorrect of mine which bonks prove that i am a child incapable of knowing quality game design uh let claire know that her ideas were so perfect and wonderful and give us give us i give us let us know games that you want us to honk and bonk mm-hmm. let us know games that you think that we should play let us know like give us three random words that you think are funny together that you want to hear us struggle to come up with ideas for you know all those yeah. things all those things we would love, we would to, love hear to hear yeah. okay all right well with that being said if you heard a game you liked today and you are inspired we encourage you to turn on that computer machine and Make, Make that, that game! game. <laughs> We're good at this. <laughs>